calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Welcome back to EXPN, your only source for live coverage of the League of Ultimate Questing. I'm Warren Rustborough. And I'm Dirk Bradley. In the days since the Fallow Crown's disappearance into the Battle Axis, public outcry has reached a fever pitch. It would seem a large subset of fans are outraged that the new quests have been put on hold until the Fallow Crown can be recovered, accusing Commissioner Isago Shigure of special treatment and double standards as applies to his own team. Meanwhile, hero and champion rank teams across the league are doing a big speak out Seems everyone except the fans are in favor of keeping the quests as halted as my puberty. No dungeons, no battles, no beards. The Motley Masquerade has coordinated an impromptu concert in honor of the crown. Meanwhile, Ollie Amaranthus and the transient exiles have begun sewing a quilt to commemorate the Fallow Crown's exploits. The Wild Company have volunteered their champion rank skills in recovering the team, while Raptors Lament have teamed up with Metal and Mana to begin a quest to able to petition the Silver Citadel for aid in recovering the lost team. Meanwhile, the Gutter Snipes have already won the Sympathy Off with a complimentary pancake breakfast, while for the Warforged has been supercharged with spell juice to keep up with the overwhelming flapjack demand. This awe-inspiring display of camaraderie among the Axis teams has truly warmed my heart. Meanlyus while in the Axis, Halifon Orison Jr. is hemorrhoiding from his ears after talking to himself in a spooky mirror. Hemorrhaging, Dirk. Hemorrhaging. Hemorrhoids are... you know what? Never mind. It's not worth explaining. Finally he gets it. Let's just... let's just watch the scribe. The Fallow Crown finds itself in a dead-end room in a dungeon, a limestone room filled with razor shards. Your companion, Halifon, has just collapsed to the floor, blood running from his nostrils. He's alive. How do you react? Iavos frantically moves forward, trying to stop the bleeding, trying to use his medicinal skill to help his friend but his hand simply passed through, and he curses to himself. Someone help him! Uh. Wuxia's gonna kneel down and prop up Hal's, like, shoulder, neck, and head on his big damp lap and look up toward Iavos and say, Just tell us what to do. Gaspar's first reaction would be to look for perhaps a threat that caused this. 
Roll perception. That is a 12. There is no threat that you can see, but you have seen injuries like this. Usually when people try to do things or use magic far beyond their capability, whatever happened, it happened in Halifon's mind. I like the idea that the magic I tried to use far beyond my capability was thinking. (laughs) (laughs) This happened after he was talking to himself. Something about the influence of the mirror must have caused this internal damage. I'm going to point at the kind of piece together mirror and say, maybe he cracked. Iavos, you hear a voice over your shoulder. His mind couldn't take it. I start to turn back, acknowledging that I am aware of this, but I refocus and maintain energy on my friend who is bleeding. Is there a way for me to dictate a medicine check through Gaspar's cunning fingies? Oh, I've got a brilliant idea. Okay. Wusha's holding up Halifon. Mm-hmm. I'm simply going to look down at my translucent hands and reaching out, I place one on each side of Wusha and say, this will be difficult, but do you trust me to help him? Wusha. Part of the crew. Thank you. Don't fight it. And then I possess Wusha. Mm. So good. Does that require any kind of a roll? If he fights it, he gets a charisma save. But if he lets it happen, I just take over. If I can, I choose to fail. Wonderful. If you want me to roll, I can do that. No, no, you're you're perfect, Max. And we have created the most powerful character in the party <laughs> because it's literally all of your physical stats and all of my <laughs> mental stats. So this is this is Wusha with wizard and cleric spells and a very high in, in wisdom. He's a fucking brick withouse. Yes, there you go. I avush. And taking over Wusha's body for a moment, taking in the feeling of it. Ooh, that don't feel right. <laughs> you feel all kinds of critters scurrying around inside of you. That one, Wusha calls the crab pocket. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most insight I've ever had into what's going on in Wusha's body. Bizarre. Hopefully these big fingers will do the job I need. This brain is always at low tide. (laughs) And I'm just going to attempt to use a medical check on Hal to stop the bleeding and try to regain his consciousness. And on myself, I will cast guidance. You absolutely can, (laughs) but the voice continues. (laughs) You can keep talking. Just don't distract me, nun. I wasn't saying anything. I'd like to ask you the same thing. Do you trust me? Can I help you? This wasn't supposed to happen. Wait till I'm done rolling. (laughs) The medicine is a 15. You have no problems stabilizing your companion. It's fairly simple, really. You mostly just have to keep his head elevated for a while. Patch up some of his external injuries. Sure be nice if I had some leeches. Oh, there we go. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, just using whatever components I can find in Wusha's big bag of stuff to help bandage him and write him up. Then, cringing, I will shudder and slide out of Wusha. Where'd I go just now? Oh, I, my soul feels wet. Oh, it'll do that. That was weird for me, too. And then I'll turn and face my reflection. You are momentarily taken aback. As you finally find yourself looking towards your reflection, you don't see exactly what you expect. There is no reflection of your ghost self, as you're... Not much more than a psychic impression. But what you do see is 
your old self looking back at you from the mirror. This is very interesting. What are you? I had the same question for you. What did you do to my friend? I say, pointing to Hal. It wasn't my intention, for what it's worth. There's a lot of that going around these days. He... I asked him to let me help all of you. Continue where you're going. And why in this place of razor-sharp chaos should we trust a reflection? That seems perfectly reasonable. But if your goal and my goal are the same, to lead you to the castle's heart, then can we not trust each other to do that? What is your purpose of leading us there? Is there a wrong that we are to right in your favor? Or are you leading us into something that you wish to have us experience? Well, that's where you seem to want to go. You could have left in the first room. You didn't. Why do you go this way? Gasper, you better get yourself ready. Yavos is talking about some strange stuff. And last time he, uh, well, lost focus... Didn't end so well for us. Yavos, come back down now. I'm still here with you, Wusha. It would seem the reflection has turned its attention towards me. It is the same one that was speaking to Hal, but it is now presenting itself as, strangely enough, my old self. You see a reflection at all, Gasper? I do not. But on the bright side, I don't think Yavos can bleed, at least in this state. Hopefully we won't have to find out. The voice is telling me that it wants to help us and reach the center of the castle, which is our goal. But being guided by this unknown force seems dangerous to me. How come it's spending so much time blathering on and not helping? It needs us to agree, it would seem. Or let it in somehow, like it did with Hal. Or like how Wusha did with you. Perhaps. Ah. How come I always get the short end of unknown agreements? There's been a lot of poorly thought out choices lately. And it's in my best interest to make sure they don't keep happening. So, tell me, Reflection, what service is it that you're trying to offer us besides guidance? Let me show you. I need you to close your eyes. Focus. Picture in your mind the image in the mirror. I need you to manifest it. Very well. I look to Gaspar and Wusha and Hal, who is possibly regaining consciousness. I'm going to try this. And if I detect any kind of wrongdoing, I will attempt to break it. But I don't want any of you risking yourselves in this. Will you let me help you? I'll give you a chance. But woe be it if you try to betray us. I would like you to make a wisdom roll. Okay. With advantage. Ooh, make my shitty I hate Iavos dice not so shitty. Double threes. Uh, so straight wisdom? Straight wisdom, and the minus one from the curse is a plus one for this roll. Oh, I see. So we're looking uh, at a 21 total. With the guidance of your reflection, you picture in your mind the world in the mirror. You make it manifest. And all of you are forced to avert your eyes as light reflects off of all the surfaces in this room. And in the next instant, the room is flipped. The opposite of how it was before, 
door to door, with the obstruction lying behind you and the way you came from and the open door lying in front of you. I played enough Castlevania to know that this is when things get hard. (laughs) Is this new room free of the shards or are they still here? As you gaze through the open door, you see not the tunnel from where you came, but stairs leading upwards. It seems that it was only this room that was reflected. Glad I got my sea legs, else my head be swimming right now. Don't don't think the mirrors think he thinks they hurt the brain. Oh, well, yeah. Let's stand Hal up and offer, you know, like like an arm to try to hold him up while we're walking. Iavos, having succeeded in this act, you too feel something very similar to what Halifon must have felt. Although, you do not bleed. But your negative has increased to negative two. Hal's is currently negative three. Oh, shit. Wow. Kind of creepy influence. Just what I need. Lower rolls. (laughs) (laughs) It is done. Does that mean that we are trapped in a mirror? I don't think we're any more trapped here than we were there. Fair enough. The first one's always the worst. Now that you've done it, it should be easier. I know you mean that as a reassurance, but it does not sound that way. (laughs) My friends need to rest, but this place is too dangerous. Is there a sanctuary in this realm of chaos? If you wish to rest, I would do it here, before moving further. I can keep watch if you'd like. Not by yourself. In this state, it would be impossible for me to rest. But you can. Oh, that's very generous of you. I could put my feet up for a while. Given Hal's state, it is the proper thing to do. It's not overly cautious. Oh, you're right. I hear after being knocked in the skull, you uh, shouldn't close your eyes for very long. Um, yeah, um, I think I'm just fine. I think I'd like a little bit of a sit down for a minute. But I've had worse. Good man. How long would you like to rest for? One short, please. <laughs> <laughs> Feel free to process that short rest, everyone. 66 hey. minutes. Now, as a ghost, I cannot sleep and regain hit points as a result of that. But if we take a short rest, can I use an arcane recovery to regain a few spell slots? I certainly believe so. If you can normally regain that on a short rest, then you absolutely can as a ghost. Cool, because I could use some spell slots for the rest of this. As you channel your arcane recovery, you realize you are not connected to a greater pool of magic like you usually are. You suspect that even if you did rest for a long period of time, you wouldn't recover spell slots. Oh boy. I will, I will not worry the group by informing them of my finite magical powers. Wusha is going to chew up some of his rations and try to relax as much as he can and regain 31 health. Gaspar is going to maintain some of his weapons and armor, get into a fresh little state, take a little handkerchief bath. A whore's bath. (laughs) A rogue's bath. Mm. And uh, use some hit dice. Just mop the stump in the under chassis. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Rogue's bath is when you steal all the water without anybody noticing, right? Yeah, nobody's ever asked, but the carpet does match the drape. (laughs) Gone. (laughs) We've never seen the drape. (laughs) We only have the carpet to go off of. There's no carpet or drape. 
It's like a Kendall. <laughs> but oddly hairy. <laughs> so that's what they mean when they say headless. <laughs> so no head. <laughs> Gaspar and the angry inch. <laughs> How's Halifon looking? I used the rest of my hit dice and uh, some of my lay on hands pool to get back to full. Nice. Noise. Then let us press on. Stairs wind upwards for what feels like forever. Fortunately, it is only the bottommost portion that has collapsed, and you ascend to a landing that opens to the outdoors and allows you to see the entire castle for the first time. The Art Nouveau stonework glitters beneath the pale moon, sweeping curves and intricate details instilling within you the first sense of wonder you've managed to feel in this strange place out of time. The castle is in two sections, connected by a stone bridge upon which you currently find yourself. Beyond it, far below you, you see the courtyard, long overgrown, and past that several concentric rings of fortifications. But immediately before you, on the path you must take, razor-sharp glass splays and twists into chaotic fractal-like sculptures. The architecture here, once designed to house an aerial garden, has produced deadly hazards that bend and sway in the blustering night winds, absent any tree cover. We're going to enter a skill challenge to cross this bridge. There is no total success requirement, but failure is potentially deadly. No skills may be repeated. Let's roll initiative. By hell. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, right. Juicy. Guess bar is at eight. Wushaw got a crit. He's got a whopping 23. With my negative, I have a two. I almost has an 11. Wusha, you are leading the pack. <sighs> so we can't just pause here and reflect a while? <laughs> All right. Well, here goes nothing. I'm going to heft my spear, and I'm going to try to line up a shot to throw it as hard as I can to break and clear as much glass as possible between me and, I'd say, the maximum range on my sphere, which is like 60 feet. Interesting. What would you like to roll for this? I am going to go with perception. No, I'm going to go with athletics. I'm going to go with athletics. All right. 18? 18 is a success. Oh, yeah. So, while Gaspar was unable to break these shards with his hands earlier in this adventure, your magic spear does not have quite as much trouble. And you do smash several of these pieces. They scatter to the ground, but they're not sticking up from it ready to pierce you. It'll make it easier to cross. I tap my spear on the ground and say, <laughs> There she blows. Next is Iavos. As is his usual go-to, Iavos is going to rely on his magic to help his friends. Um, while Ghost Iavos could probably float over all of this, he's not going to leave his allies behind. So calling on his arcane pool of tricks, he's going to manifest the thunderous energy of Atoll the Dead, but he's going to harness it, grip it, and squeeze it, narrowing the sound into a high-pitched falset shriek, trying to resonate with the mirror material to shatter as much as he can. So you know that. <laughs> the soprano falsetto. 
Fantastic. What would you like to roll? Uh, In the act of manipulating my magic, I will use Arcana. Perfect. You got a fat lady seeing your way into success. Mm -hmm. Please, please, Dice. Let me use my good num nums. <laughs> How? I cleared it out and everything, and I'm just cocked on my D6s. Ah, uh, 32. Ooh, <laughs> damn. <laughs> At long last. <laughs> Did you subtract your two? 30. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um, 30 is. Yeah, you bumped me down to a shit ass 30. <laughs> right? No, 30 is definitely high enough. And you follow in Wusha's vein, seeing what he's doing, and use your magical resonance to shatter more of these sculptures. But they are so dense with these shards that have been growing here for so long that you've made a dent. There's more to go. Next is Gaspar. How does the underside of this bridge look like if I lean over? The underside is not nearly as covered. There are some shards, but they're focused their densest on top i would like to see if it's possible to with the help of some rope climb down the side and explore the idea of dangling on the rope and just belaying our way across what would you like to roll for that an exploratory acrobatics check very good go for it had to have an exploratory acrobatics. <laughs> well, I'm not dedicating to it. I'm just seeing if it's possible and, you know, for the rest of us. I was his major in college. It's a complicated <laughs> medical procedure. Joining law here. 31. God damn. Don't worry. I haven't <laughs> gone yet. The great equalizer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're not sure that everyone will be able to follow this path with you, but you realize that for you, It's the perfect one. Not only are you able to cast your rope just the way you want and tie it off, but you make good progress on crossing the underside of this bridge. How? Okay, so I I have two ideas. uh, And your answer to my first question will, will determine what I want to do. Is there something, perhaps some bygone style of dance that I could use to get across this bridge if I were to perhaps put on my boogie shoes? (laughs) Bygone style of day. (laughs) As there is no disco skill, what do you intend to roll? Uh, Performance? (laughs) Is this an option? I hate this, but absolutely. (laughs) No, you definitely move through these deadly uh, sculptures with the right hip movements. Keep in mind you have a negative three. I'm aware. I'm aware. All right. Here here it comes. Oh, that's looks like more than one digit. Okay. 19. God Whoa! damn. None of you have ever realized that Hal could move his hips like this. He's been holding out on you. Because... Something about the ambiance, about the moonlight striking the glass, it ignites something in him. (laughs) Someone cast down a truth because those hips don't lie. Uh, (laughs) I didn't know he multiclassed into Boogie Night. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that was pretty fucking good. (laughs) It's a porn movie. (laughs) Very little touches on disco in that. Uh, You know. Which is truly disappointing. (laughs) 
Hal finds his groove and glides effortlessly between these structures. One more round. You're all doing exceptionally well. Be a shame if some people failed this time. <laughs> Speak it into existence. We start with Wusha. All right. I might be a little overexcited to use this ability. But with my new land stride feature that I got this level, I can ignore difficult terrain and nothing from it. Nope, it's just saving throws against plants. Cool. <laughs> Glass is the plant of the crystal world. Glass is the plant <laughs> yeah. of the sand. So I, I agree entirely. <laughs> Touch glass, nerd. <laughs> Here it is. I like that a lot. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to try to use my new carefully found movement to delicately step my way across this field of broken glass. Um, not nearly as enticing as Hal's hip thrusts, but I'm doing the best I goddamn can. It's not as boogalicious? Not as boogalicious. I'd rather take a field of broken glass over a boulevard of broken dreams. <laughs> what are you attempting to roll? I'm going to roll to walk this lonely road. Uh, it's going to be a survival <laughs> check. Okay. 16? You barely meet the difficulty. And even though there are few close calls, at one point you find a piece of glass firmly lodged in the sole of your boot and a deep gash on the handle of the pickaxe. You manage to get through unscathed. No, me good leg. Joke's on you. I already had a hole there. (laughs) (laughs) Iavos, how do you cross this bridge? Well, since I have witnessed Wusha damaging his soul, I will try to avoid the same. Because I'm a ghost. <laughs> ghost joke. Uh, Jamaica, I'm going to... <laughs> I'm simply going to try to help my friends by enjoying the lack of gravity that I experience in ghost form and using my keen, youthful, undead eyes to try to spy out some good passages or less dangerous areas of the bridge that I can shout down some kind of guidance towards um, with a perception. Max did leave that one for you. Feel free to roll it. Thank goodness. Hey, you were hoping for some bullshit. There it is, baby. <gasps> I rolled a one. Oh, holy shit. How do I fuck up floating? Tell me, please. <laughs> Iavos, you are far too confident in this youthful form, in this ghostly form, that you fly too close to the sun, or the glass, as it may be. The glass ceiling. I'm going to shatter the glass ceiling, guys. (laughs) I'm using my body. (laughs) You receive four points of slashing damage. It's a glazed station. And I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Ah, buckets. With a minus two from before? Yes. Okay. There's <laughs> a lot of plus and minus going on. So that's 14 minus two, 12. Ooh. The effects of the glass seem to increase in your mind, though you are much more aware of it Good. than Great. Halifon. <laughs> Am I at three? You are. Brill. The idea of Iavos focusing too much under the bridge and just like floating and accidentally impaling himself on a piece of glass is fucking incredible. Listen, if you say under the bridge and we get into a Red Hot Chili Peppers (laughs) parody, then I'm done. (laughs) 
We've drifted too far across the musical spectrum. I was going to say, on a special musical episode. We jumped right from disco to Green Day and nothing else matters. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in the end, it doesn't even matter. I was going to say, that was a Metallica song. Zach went Linkin Park. God damn it. Gaspar. <laughs> how do you reach the end of this bridge? Uh, seeing how it's a possible route for me to take, I would kind of guess that there'd be a bit of complication as I get to the halfway point where the supporting pillars of this bridge are. So it would require a little bit of fine control over some of the ropes and the next hitching point that Absolutely. I would need to use. So since survival has been taken, may I use sleight of hand to do oh, some for rope delicate use? work? Absolutely. Yeah. With that new proficiency bonus from level nine, that is a 30. Gaspar, as usual, has no problems switching over his ropes, tying new knots, and making it all the way to the opposite doorway. Halifon. Yep. How's it going? I mean, how far across the bridge did I get with my boogieing? Halfway. Okay. I. Is everybody else across? I'm impaled on some cosmic chandelier right now. (laughs) (laughs) But they will be, yes. You know, I think I'm just going to have to try and uh, step lightly and move my way across the rest of it using my stealth, if I may. Yes, go for it. All right. Slowing down and moving carefully is never bad in this kind of situation. Yeah. I wear heavy armor, so I have disadvantage. I don't anticipate this will end well. Well, Gaspar and Hal have had seminars on this. Yes. We've worked on it. Yes. Would you like me to roll the damage now? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> frankly you probably should but let's let's give it a go no i believe i have a plus two to this because of my negative damn one of them was a 10 the other's a four mm. six ouch i lied it was a seven it was upside down and i'm in the dark because i'm in a closet <laughs> you have awoken the glass nine it hurt you You take three points of slashing damage, and you must make a wisdom saving throw. I have a negative three. Correct. This negates my saving throw bonus to wisdom, so I have a flat 18. Ooh. You accidentally cut yourself on a sliver of glass, but your mind can't deteriorate anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sorry. (laughs) Now the DM's roasting hell. (laughs) Shit. But it doesn't take any more of a hold over your mind. And eventually, you make it to the end with your friends, as does Iavos. However, as you move to take those last couple of steps, everything goes black. Images race through your mind. A glassy meteor careens the pitch blackness of space. A high-pitched screaming like a boiling kettle. Stars bloom all around it for the first time, reflected on its glassy surface. It does not slow, but the anguished screaming stops. It impacts a planet, flattened in an immense crater. It reflects the sky above perfectly, like a hole in space. It's discovered and carted off, cut into an oval, set in a frame of fine silver. Clearer than any glass, it is a treasure. It is presented before an elven king, whose heraldry is borne by white horses with blue eyes. He is delighted. 
Rain, report. Six anti-hero teams have been deployed in search of the prime penny of this plane. Thus far, no result. She's been spotted at the Fallow Crown's apartments, Kinuint and Verata. We almost had her at the Academy for Adventuring Arts, but she evaded us somehow. We suspect she's being aided by a greater force. I see. I trust our friend, Glenn Armistice, was not harmed by this rogue entity. Indeed. When questioned, he played the role of the concerned ally, insisting their conversation was purely social and contained nothing of import. Hmm. I am sure. What if the callers plan to recover the crown? I'm optimistic. They've combed through the signal records and with the help of R&D, have retrofitted the caller to detect what they're calling completion signals. If they finish the quest, we'll know where they are. It was pure luck that the floor on which they found themselves was within their power level. Perhaps. Rain? There's something different about this quest. About the Axis. Go on. The caller director has been non-responsive and refuses to leave the caller. Traeger, his replacement, has elected to leave him so long as he does not disturb recovery efforts. However... Yes? He's been talking, sir. But not to the crew. At first he seemed to be talking to himself, but now... I suspect he's speaking to the Axis. He has gone mad, then. Maybe. He's always been eccentric, and this could simply be the latest expression of that. Or... Or our understanding of the Axis has been wrong from the beginning. We're about to witness a planar phenomenon, a keyhole between worlds that only marketing can penetrate. Join me as we glimpse into the adverse. Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice, a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the roll of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is now what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts. You there! You look weak! I bet you get bullied on your way to the tavern! Don't put up with it! I'm Dr. Punch Kickington! At my martial arts dojo, we'll teach you the art of self-defense and unstoppable offense! Way of the open palm! Way of shadow! Way of the four elements! Get some class! Multi-class! Become a monk today with the teachings of me, Dr. Punch Kickington! Monk's a good class! I mean it!
Hey, all you cuties. New year, who dis? But seriously, happy new year to everyone. And let's all hope this is a good one for as many people as possible. Manifesting doesn't really do anything, but it sure doesn't hurt. A huge congratulations to our very own Max Hobbs and his wonderful wife for their very first ever baby, delivered at 1.20 a.m. on New Year's Day. They're going to be amazing parents, and I hope the cast can find all sorts of ways to help them navigate this new frontier of their life. As you can expect, Max will be taking a little while off the show to be a brand new daddy, and we support him 100% in this. If you want to start off the new year right, consider joining the Patreon. You've heard why, now see for yourself. Thank you to everyone who has contributed to it to help us grow as much as we have. And a special thank you to our current commissioner-level patron, Sidonis on the Discord. Join the top tiers to make characters to join the show's meta or be mentioned during the mid-roll with your legendary mid-roll team. The current teams are the Twilight Concord, the Ceaseless Horde, and this week's featured team, the Titans Rise, with Christopher Mashburn, Meat Dad, John Reinhardt, and Lizarus. To get a personal message read on the show or for possible advertising opportunities, reach out to admin at slapdashstudios.com. Follow us at twitch.tv forward slash slapdash streams for Monday Night Live premieres and more streaming throughout the week. A temporary mailing address while dealing with a new P.O. Box is 2511 Southeast Pine Street, Portland, Oregon, 97214. We love to share things you receive on social media. We've got a whole new year of content and new expanding projects for you to look forward to from Slapdash, and you're all to thank for that. We love you very much. That's enough out of me. Let's get you back to the battle axes. Dimitri, why have you come here? I forbade you to follow my path. I don't care, father. The orb of winter has cursed your mind. I know you seek to martyr yourself to keep others safe from its influence. But I will not allow you to throw your life away. You fool! You simple-minded fool! I warned you. I made you swear. You can't save me. I'm already dead. It is not so! There is always hope. Father, give me the orb! I will never relinquish the conduit. Mine is a frozen fate. And mine is the hand of unending winter. You have taken his mind. I will destroy you. (laughs) Father? Father? Curse you, Orb! Now your fate is mine to decide. I will find your maker. And I will bring the wrath of our clan down upon them. But first, I must take you in my hand. I feel it! My blood freezes! My skin is a vast tundra! My very breath! The frozen winds of destruction! I am Doom! That's what it's like to chew new Mint Max gum from Alktoids. Alktoids. Teach bad breath a lesson. Hal's eyes 
blank out before you for a moment. He's still for a few minutes before coming back to his senses. His eyes look strange, like he's seen something. Sorry, gang. Uh, got lost for a minute there. Blame it on the boogie. Are you with us? Do you have your agencies? Uh, I think so. I was about to shake you back into life. Glad you peeped open. You okay? Anything happen? Yeah, I had a, uh... Well, did any of you just have a vision? Actually, I should probably check. I did. It was a dreadful one. Your eyes went all weird and then you fell over. Is Hal the only one that saw that vision? You think to yourself, yes, you were watching Hal, but I have us in the back of your mind, not quite as vivid. You see it too. A meteor careening through the void of space. Just a moment, and then it's gone. Yes, I think I saw something as well. Maybe. There was a, a meteor that fell out of the sky, and it had this, this stuff in it. Um, and they, they cut it, and they made it into a mirror for a, a king of some shit. Um, and I think they brought it here, probably. So somewhere, maybe in the middle of the castle, we should keep an eye out for a mirror, and that's probably the source, I would think. Wusha's going to look around at all the shards and think about all the shards that we've seen already. That must have been one hell of a mirror. I think it grew. Oh. And if it came from the void of space, and it has the ability to regenerate itself and grow, this is more than just some glass-like material. This must be living. I've heard of living crystal before, but I'm not going to go there until we know we have to. Is it what stars is? Stars are different in many dimensions, so perhaps in some, yes. Fuck off, stars. If this thing is growing and spreading like a disease, then with the magic of that, it's not unreasonable to think that it may have a mind of its own. That could be the voice that was speaking to me in Halophon through the reflection. But what troubles me is, if it has a mind of its own, then it may not be leading us into our salvation, but some sort of waiting mouth. Space Headache Ghost is going right up there with Whole Body Man Dungeon Monster. (laughs) Well, from my experience, shooting something in the mouth is a good way to get rid of it. If you're already in that mouth, though, perhaps a bit feeble. So let's look out for teeth, I suppose, is my point. Yes. And if it also seems to be able to impart memories into your mind, how much longer before it controls it? Precisely. Uh, Looking to the injury that I have and the one that Hal got crossing the bridge, it would seem that the more we are pierced by this material, the stronger its connection to us is, its ability to speak through us and show us things. We should move on. Let's be twice as cautious about cutting ourselves, though, now that we have more of an idea of the risk at play. As you move forward, you enter a new area. An artificial river once flowed through this vast great hall, but now it runs dry. The limestone channels cracked open from neglect. The stone bridge that once led over the river to the throne room is now gone. 
and below you is an almost endless expanse of glittering razors, each at least as long as a sword. Other architecture in the hall is crumbling, suspect or similarly covered in shards. It would be suicide to try and cross. One of the side walls and the floor are completely covered in mirror-smooth glass. At the opposite end, you see a great double door. What do you do? How wide is the artificial river? You're asking because of your throw distance. No, I'm asking because Wuxia is trying to figure out if he can jump over it. Oh, it is much too far to jump. Ah, If you imagine this vast room filled with these blades, you are on a platform above it. There was once a bridge leading over it and another platform at the opposite end. The missing bridge is easily 200 feet across. That's too far for me. You said there were some walkways along the side that are just smooth glass, or did I misinterpret that? The floor beneath your feet is smooth glass, as is the entire wall on your left side. Gotcha. Yavos, you, uh, can you imagine us on the other side, like you did earlier? Well, I'm not certain that I can, and the last time I did that, it increased the influence of this strange magic with myself. But it's a risk I'm willing to take if it means you can all cross safely. Is the ceiling also smooth? The ceiling is not. But as you look around, you see a reflection again. And he's nodding to you. If I look into the reflective wall and then close my eyes and imagine a bridge of glass or even limestone crossing this ravine. Let's see what that does. <laughs> I'm going to use the power of imagination. Aww. Your imagination is not enough, I'm afraid. As you push the limits of this newfound power, you realize that you can't imagine things into being. Only reorient them along the axes. Is like how looks around. Is it has anybody got spider climb? There's a spill. It's a pity we can't walk on the smooth wall instead of the spiky one. I can make spikes on the wall, but I can't be no spider. I think that's probably the opposite of what we want to be doing right now, Woosh. That's fair. I'll be able to get across fine, but it's the three of you I'm worried about. Well, if we're wanting to be on the wall... Why don't you just imagine our reflection reoriented Mm. with it as our floor? Yes. Try to rotate the dimensions in my mind. That's silly. You can't mirror the room sideways. You just mirror it the other way around. Unless we have two mirrors. You got some poking out your skin right there. Oh, I've got one on my pay leg. Look through the floor and then towards the wall. And it should reflect towards the other wall, but as our floor. Or if I look into the reflection of the blades in the river and replace them with the ceiling. Uh, wouldn't that make it drop down on us, though? They do seem well fixed, but that's a possibility. All right. How will 
attempt what Gaspar suggested. Let's all just hold on, right? Let's make sure that we are secure. Well, Iavos can float. Just in case we are reoriented and everything decides to fall on us or we decide to fall on something else. Well, if we're prepared to try, I can attempt to use the platform we're on to reorient the room and tilt it to the side. Make us on the wall. But it might be quite jarring, so I guess hang on to something or brace yourself. Wusha's going to stab his spear into the ground and hold on to it. Ready? I hold on to Wusha. I hold on to Wusha too. We now look. <laughs> we now we now look like a like w- a Wushang clan. <laughs> I was going to say like a romance novel cover. Mm. We are a romance novel cover. <laughs> One a, under each manly arm. Yeah, <laughs> it's a love triangle right there. So you would like to reorient it so that you are on the wall? Yeah, basically looking at the intersection of. The clear platform part we're on and the wall basically rotate it all 90 degrees. Yeah, rotate the room so that the smooth wall is the floor. Okay, make me a wisdom roll, Law. Minus three, can I use guidance? Yes, and this is plus three. Ooh, because I'm manipulating the mirror verse. You're getting closer to the mirror, yes. So plus three, that makes this actually quite a good roll. So four, five, six. I don't like the phrasing getting closer to the mirror. Seventeen. That is high enough. Something similar to before happens as a refractive glittering wave of light pulses through the room, forces you to close your eyes. And suddenly the room is on its side and you are standing upright on what was the wall and is now the floor. If ghosts could vomit, I think I would. I'm going to let go of Hal and... Gaspar and say, Bud from me, my little polyps. <laughs> As you make your way across the room, Iavos, your reflection looks up at you from the floor, casually talking. He spent days in front of the mirror, you know. It showed him all kinds of wonderful things, beautiful things. But he became obsessed with it. He stopped taking food, grew gaunt. What a tragedy. Was that you? What an interesting question. A reflection is not the mirror. And though I'm a reflection, I am also you in some ways. It's easier to think when I'm you. How interesting. Hmm. I don't blame you then. It must be difficult to not exist unless someone's looking upon you. He nods. For what it's worth, it was lovely to meet you. Then I hope you forgive us when we destroy you. Dearest Yavis, as I write this, I sit in my apartment in the heart of Verata, a luxurious yet minimalistic monument to the sins of this world in which we now find ourselves. All around me, devils lurk. I do not speak of the literal creatures of darkness which inhabit this city, but those beings who choose the dark, those souls who in an infinite cosmos elect to pursue their own ends, even when such rewards would bring only pain 
I'm not plural in my nature. I am a simple servant who has ever struggled with the subtleties of my limited and local reality. And yet, as I gaze upon a world so macro, so removed from the mundane minutiae of the common soul, I weep. Not for the souls lost in sin. These can be found in abundance throughout all worlds, known and unknown. Nor do I weep for those tragic beings who are bound inexorably to their greater natures. No, I weep for the nature of all things. Sterile and mechanical, the cosmos churns and consumes. An ecosystem of powers great and small, whom, for all their strength, are helpless in the face of the inevitable. This league to which you belong styles itself as something new, something different, something greater. Yet, as I gaze into the scrying eye, certain it gazes back, I can see only another higher soul, a plurality of individuals, bound by their adherence to the letter of a law which they had no hand in writing. I do not write this to dissuade you from your course. You, like all things bound to the cosmos, are compelled to adhere to your nature. Instead, I write that you might never lose sight of what you are and the choices you make. Our time together was long and peaceful before you woke into this world of violence. I pray, when you have had your fill and your duties are done, you might lay down your burdens and find peace and sleep undisturbed. Yours always, Sister Isvette. Push anything because we're in the outro. Break his butt. Threaten what? That, threaten that mirror. Mm, he won't see it coming unless you're standing you. in the mirror, and then he will explicitly see it coming. And I'll see it coming from him as me seeing it coming. Uh. We'll stand back and watch you seeing it coming. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. How did you know my morning routine? <laughs> just come I in just a mirror. Stare in the mirror. <laughs> Young guy, I both bruise some come. teeth. <laughs> right? Just force yourself. You don't leave the mirror reflection. You this has got weird. <laughs> oh, uh, boy. What's a favorite Momo? Fav- Favy Momo. I know mine for sure. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 you start. You start. This doesn't have to be as round table. I think this is when you're ready. That's that's my takeaway. The Hal Boogie. It's got to be the Hal Boogie. <laughs> that and was 30 minutes of very bad disco puns leading up oh, to a skill. Oh, it was so track. fucking there, there was good. A precedent. There uh, was. See, here, here's the thing. For those of you at home saying, hey, Dana says yes to everything, there was a precedent. Yeah. Also, don't tell Dana how to DM. Yeah, screw <laughs> you. Being light on your feet and having the 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 dance sense would help you. I I to have skirt across. I have two skills, and right. those skills are <laughs> acrobatics and performance. <laughs> and and Michael, I know or you athletics didn't see, and performance, but I know you didn't see Zach's face when you were <laughs> building up to your suggestion, and then saying, you know, I'm going to use performance to cross the floor of glass shards. Uh-huh. It was specifically the word boogie that yeah. triggered it. <laughs> he turned such a great color; it was <laughs> fucking incredible. <laughs> was it? Was it? Was it? A, was it a, a crimson with rage, or a or a gray with horror? <laughs> 
Yes. Okay, good. The answer is yes. Yes. It was a coral mixture. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Because uh, there were a lot of good moments, but I just remember like mid-game going like, ooh, that's a subtle thing I like. I'll bookmark that. And I had to find that bookmark in my brain. It took a little <laughs> while there. Because um, I didn't, I didn't want to let go. Uh, but there was a moment that uh, I really liked, Dana, the, when you basically turn into like the narrator from Bastion. Where it's like, it'd be a shame. Something <laughs> unfortunate. Where it's very much like, a, oh, the DM doing the classic thing where they're like, yeah, you guys should s- stop being so successful. But it's also like, you obviously want us to succeed. Mm-hmm. Like, you're on the on the same team. And it's just doing it with the um, tone and voice of playfulness. Yeah, just be a, a shame play- if this got more interesting. Yeah. <laughs> like, wink, a, wink. A, a very Thank playful you. seriousness. That is, I would say, what differentiates making players have fun and not guilty for like overly succeeding or oh, overly failing. Oh, you guys crushed yeah. that. <laughs> crushed it. Yeah. F- fucking rolls over 30. Such bullshit. I love it. <laughs> and thank you. If I could, I would always jam in that voice. I am uh, not capable of rolling over 30 for the record. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Well, I always and I are the skill monkeys, so yeah. that's how that goes. If I can fucking roll. God, is he so bad all the time? I think my favorite is a mechanic that is classic in many games, across many platforms, of you have failed this, you now have minus one to this, roll it again, you now have minus two. It's almost like a Magic the Gathering kind of fuck you, which yeah. is mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Like, it's yes, this is why people fail to this. This yeah. is why this destroys kingdoms and takes over landscapes, because it's a... a exponential failure. Yeah. It's the slow encroaching doom that you can't do anything about. Yeah. And the fun part, because they're mirror stacks, they turn into bonuses. That was fucking cool. For, for other things. Like, come on. That was so cool. It's, I feel like Thank it's you. the more in tune with this reflection spirit. Yeah. yeah. Like the more guaranteed you're going to fail and the more guaranteed you're going to succeed on mm-hmm. some of these other things. That's good. Yeah. Agree. Like, come on. These words are so kind. My favorite thing <laughs> Was Dana joining in on the roasting of Hal? <laughs> not not just as Dana, the dungeon master, but also as the reflection with the subtle burn of it's easier to think when I'm you talking to Iavos after <laughs> being Hal's reflection. I'm so sorry. <laughs> That is good, though. I, like I just, never realized how fun it is. Yeah. Dipping your toe into the brain of Hal. And Listen, like, the reason you have a himbo in your game is because they're big and dumb and lovable. Yeah. But it's it's kind of fun to make fun of them for being dumb. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't make them bad people. I, I just no. appreciate that you take the heat off Penn, who is just as dumb. <laughs> yes. I, I do want to bring up an honorable mention of fucking... Uh, uh, Iavos possessing Wuxia, which oh, was yeah. very oh, funny. That was I'm, so good. I'm so glad you fucking jumped on the voice and shit, too. <laughs> yeah, that was good. That's true. That was good. Fantastic. Law doing Amazing. the Wuxia voice. Uh, I can't help it when I play with Max and he yeah. does Wuxia, and I think of a Wuxia joke, it just comes out of his voice. <laughs> I've seen Dana do the same thing. Yeah, it just I comes out of me. <laughs> there's probably times for you, the listener, during this season that a Wuxia joke has come up, and it might have been me or Zach doing it. There was I've heard a couple. Like I was listening back to someone. I was like, I think that was me. And that really, 
no one would know. It's hard to tell sometimes for sure. But you are all the best. We want to thank Hediger, the editor, for all of his wonderful editing. And you're welcome for us keeping these ones as tight as we can. I hope that helps you dramatically because anything we can do to lighten your workload is good for us. Of course, always thank Brie Golden. Check out Golden Stylus for making maps for other episodes that have been wonderful. And until next time, we wish you luck. (laughs) 